Father, I ask for grace today. Lord, grace me for this, for this assignment. Grace me for this moment. This is a sacred season in the capsule church. We're very excited that God my God. Ask and say, Father, prepare me. Prepare me, prepare me, prepare me. The reason you have to feed off other people is because Satan stole your own greatness. From today, from this moment, God will give your greatness back to you. You will be a contributor, not a leech. When God restores your greatness back, you will bring your own A game to the table. You will not say, please, can I take some from you? And many of us, the enemy has robbed us of our greatness. He has robbed us of our value and valor. He has robbed us of who God has called us to be. And so we have become servants. But today, I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, I'm going to restore your greatness. I'm going to restore your greatness. I am going to restore your greatness. You will be a contributor, not a consumer. I will make you a contributor of, to, to people's wellness and greatness. You will not just be a consumer. Come on, receive it and say, Father God, I prepare myself. I give myself to you. the church of the future. said, I'm ready the people of the future. The world doesn't know them now. They don't look like anything now. He said, but take a tip in the next 20 years that they're going to be the leaders. He said, so I'm commanding you to train them and prepare them. Many times people do not understand why I do the things I do. Our churches, our churches own is too much. That's what you said. But it's different when you are building and you are planting a cash crop and when you are when you are planting a food crop. You're a cash crop. You'll bring forth fruit even in your old age. And that's why God is locking you down for 14 days again. Because He wants to make Himself strong on your behalf. What is the Lord focusing us to pray on today? Welcome you, to, welcome you to the one of the world face and God is asking us to focus to pray on the restoration of all that has been lost 
in the land of the bond of our forefathers. I want you to listen to me very clearly, daughter of Zion, son of God. The scripture says, For when the axe head is done, more energy is required to cut down the tree. Someone said, If I had all the day to fell a tree, I will spend the first 80% of the day sharpening the axe and then use the rest 20% to cut down the tree. People struggle because bondages have been on their forefathers and their forefathers before them. Limitations. Now the scripture says Christ came to break that. Christ came. Christ came to break the limitations. Christ came to break down that. And as people who understand the joyful sound, we press into him and say, Lord, how do you want us to, to move into this, what you've called us to do? Give me the book of Isaiah 44 as we lay the foundation for what I'm about, we're about to pray on today. Because we're going to pray that God will release for us Cyrus's. When you have been in the kind of bondage that you have been in, that your fathers were, and that your forefathers before them were, you come to the end of your own strength. There are people here who have struggled to work hard and struggle to go to school and struggle to make out a living. And you're still struggling. You've been struggling for 20 years, 25 years, and you're still struggling. You're a good man, you're a good woman, you have a good heart. If God puts one in your hand, you'll be a great blessing. But you're struggling. When we come to the end of our strength, it becomes important for us to ask God or for heaven to release unto us Cyrus's. Who are Cyrus? Who is a Cyrus? Cyrus is the person that God designed to provide you strength and to lift you to where you ought to be, that you cannot go by yourself. Cyrus's don't just happen. They are called by God. But they have to locate themselves where they are called to serve. Isaiah 44, 44 and 45 gives us the purpose of a man called Cyrus. And I want to look at verse 24 to 25, 28 before I go on, please. I want you to please follow me. Follow me as we pray today. I want us to pray with understanding. I want us to pray with wisdom. I want us to pray with, with structurally and so that we can, because we will see the harvest. I said we will see the harvest. I said we will see the harvest. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb. This is talking about you. I am the Lord who has made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself. Next verse, please. I file. Are you reading for me? Are you giving me for 25? Okay. Who foiled the signs of the false prophets and fail and make fools of diviners? I declare, like God made a fool of the definition of that man who was abducted for ritual killing. We silence the vision over you in the name of Jesus. Yes. Terrible things are happening. Spells are being cast on people. But God will make sure you are provided and protected against them in the name of Jesus. Yes. So the Bible says God makes false prophets and makes fools of diviners. Who overthrows the learning of the wise and turns their learning into nonsense. <clears throat> who carries out the words of his servant. Listen to this. Who carries out the word of his servant and fulfills the prediction of his messengers? Who says of Jerusalem, that is you, it shall be inhabited. And of the towns of Judah, they shall be built. God is saying, 
you will build that thing he has called you to build. Amen. God has called you to build a great life, a great ministry, a great a great enterprise, a great career. You will build this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now there's a decree from heaven that says, I have called you to be a builder and you will build in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, it shall be inhabited and of the towns of Judah, they shall be built and of their ruins, I will restore them. We declare ruins, bondages of generations will be restored in the name of Jesus. Amen. Greatness locked inside you. Those of you who are from the, from the Benin, you will know that some of the greatest sculptors that have ever lived and are still here are in, are came, from, came from Benin. When they taught photography, which is a, which is a 21st century expression of creativity, you see the excel. When they touch skin, it's locked in their DNA. When the wines came to Benin, what they saw in carved work, they never seen that before. They stole everything and took it to their country. Forget about what they're telling about colonization. There is greatness in the African man that the enemy stole. That the enemy stole. I said that the enemy stole. Why are we struggling? You know why you're struggling? You're struggling because you are trying to do what the American man wants to do. I'd always done. Because you have lost the graces of your own forefathers. Creativity. Capacity for war. Strong, mighty things that Africans are known to do. They were created for to do. Builds to do. They are skin designed to do. There is greatness in this continent. And God is waiting for the church of Africa to be restored to that greatness. I said to be restored to that greatness. So God says, I will restore the ruins. I will restore the ruins. So they're not kidding about it. If God wanted to make an American or British person, he would have made me so. He made me a black person. Yes. And I thank God for it. It says, who says to the watery deep, be dry? I will drop your stream. Listen to the only follow me. Verse 28, because I'm going to get to pray in a bit. Who says of Cyrus? Now we get introduced to Cyrus. Who says of Cyrus? Cyrus is my shepherd. And I will accomplish all that I please. All that I please. Cyrus will say of Jerusalem, let that city be rebuilt. Cyrus will say of the temple, let its foundations be laid. Now, now I want you to see two things here. There is a Jerusalem that has been ordained to build but lack capacity. And it doesn't matter how hard Jerusalem wants to build, how desirous, how zealous he wants to build, he can never build that thing. Because he doesn't have the capacity. Now God says in the same vein, I will raise up for you that have been, you are proposed to build a great life, but you don't have the capacity. There is a man that is proposed to help you succeed. I will raise him for you. How many people understand this, people? Without the sorrows in our life, we will struggle. That's why a lot of people are struggling. Because they have not brothers, God, they have not unlocked the heavens to bring the sorrows in their lives. You're good, you're smart, you're educated, you've gone to school. You're hardworking, you love God, you're sincere, you're a man of grace, but you like Cyrus's. And so whatever it is that have been lost, you can't regain them. But God is changing all that in the name of Jesus. That's why, that's why I want to pray. That's why I want to pray this. And the Bible says, Usio Saros, he is my shepherd. And he will accomplish all that I please. He will say of Jerusalem, let that land be rebuilt. And he will say of the temple, let its foundation be laid. Amen. Is that verse 28 for me, please? 
Hallelujah. Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45 verse 4. You see, except I pray that God releases to me who will help me to put me in the place where I'm supposed to be. I'll struggle. We had a groundbreaking last week. I was telling people, I told my wife, I, well, my wife and I will talk, we'll talk about this because we're involved in this. And I told a lot, a lot of people who, who, who called me, a lot of my friends have called me. They said, wow, you got a place. He said, where? I said, right in the heart of Yaba. I said, really Yaba because there are no churches, there are no people who are about to relocate and move out of this environment because they can't get a land. You can't get a land in this place. Next door to me is four or five hundred million. How big is my church? How can I afford it? Even if I say to you, so are the fair that the feet of the apostle talks every day and, and put you on your salary or whatever, I would, I would drive you for 50, 20 years would not be able to raise the money. So which basically means, to, for me to build what I need to build, I need a Cyrus. And so when the fullness of time came and God sent a family to us and said, come and take over our land. Those are our Cyrus. A 500 million naira land gave it to you for almost nothing. And say, if I pay, I should go. If that's not sorry, you don't understand. And I think what God is doing in the Capstone Church, God wants to do in your life. And He will. I say He will. People will come to you and say, I have been ordained by God to help you succeed. That's what the family told us. They said, Our forefather 40 years ago before he died, they said, That land, you must give it to a church. We had not even been born. We had not even started ministry. But for, before the foundation of the world, God has raised a Cyrus. If not, in the next one, one, one year, Capstone will have been extinct. Doesn't matter how anointed you are, if you don't have the Cyrus to give you the platform, you will, you will wither away. That's why God, you need to pray. God must send these people to wherever they be. I can't hear email. I didn't for one person. One person. Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. Only true God shall we do valiantly. These are the days where we go in the strength of God. So the Bible says, in verse 45, is that way? Please, did we get there? Verse 4. It says, For the sake of Jacob, my servant, that's for the sake of you, and of Israel, my chosen, I summon you by name and bestow on you a title of honor, though you do not acknowledge me. God raised Cyrus, does not like God, he's an unbeliever king. He's not interested in the Bible. Doesn't care that there's a God in, here, in heaven. But one day he woke up and said, something tells me that I was designed and purposed by whoever it is. The Bing Bang Theory, whatever it is, to help these people. History had it that Daniel, the wise man, you remember Daniel? He was in Babylon. And he had been, he had led for many generations. And then this new empire came. The empire of Cyrus, the Passion. And he heard of the fame of Daniel. And as Daniel was, so one day, so one day he was chatting with Daniel. And Daniel said, Sir, you are Cyrus. Do you know? He said, Do you know the verse in the book of Ezra? He says, Do you know that one of our prophets back in those days spoke and says, one day in the generations to come, 600 years before Christ, a man will be born and he will be called Cyrus. Cyrus said, really? My name is in your 
your God's book? He said, yes. He said, show me. So Daniel took him to the book of Isaiah. And read to him the book of Isaiah 44. It wasn't in chapters. He just showed him this scripture. I am the Lord. There is not beside me. I have chosen you. This is the day. Read the next verse. I am the Lord. There is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. I will strengthen you. And though you have not acknowledged me, next verse, please. Okay, let's leave that. That's not, that's, not our, that's not our focus. Anyway, so Daniel explained to this Eden king, the moment the king saw that his name was noble, something flipped in his brain. He said, whatever it is you need, I'll give you. In answer to Daniel's prayer by the 70th year, that the day of release was now. Was now. There are men that God must release their hearts to favor you. If not, you're not going anywhere. They need to find their purpose in serving you. Now follow me to the book of Ezra, chapter 1. So when we're praying for Cyruses, we're not just just making it up. There are people that God has designed to help us before we were even born. Some of you, there are people that God has designed to help you become who you are supposed to be before you were born. But you haven't found them. And until you find them, you will struggle. But the day you find them, the day you find them, they will just carry your matter on their head. And say, we will not sit until we have helped this person. You are too quiet for me, people. I don't know whether you understand this thing. You need Cyrus's. Pray and say, Father, send me my Cyrus. Lift your voice. Father, send me my Cyrus. Daniel prayed, Lord, help us. But he also discovered the Cyrus who made a decree. There are government policies that need to be made to favor you. There are economic decisions that to be made by this government to favor you. Some things have to be shut for you to rise, for your business to rise. Some things have to be open for your business to rise. You need to pray that God Almighty send me the Cyruses. Might be decrees, government policies, economic decisions. When the government more decided three years ago, and some of us, were, I was speaking about this four years ago, I said the economy of, of Nigeria is going to change. And we had a whole conference, Nigeria Without Oil. We were speaking it into the atmosphere four years ago, before ever this government even thought about going to politics. And people were saying to us, well, what, are you, what are you doing? We were hearing the voice of the Lord. And we were speaking to the atmosphere. And we are building a conference around it, so that God can find something he can work with on the earth. That's what we all did. And we just left the thing. And two years after, a government will come and diversify the whole economy of the country in that direction. All policies. Today, there are people in this church, and I can tell you, if you're in this church, if you put your hand in a Greek, you will make money. Not because it's working, but because you birthed it. God spoke this to your church four years ago. And that's why I get excited when members of my church tell me, Pastor, I'm into pigri. I'm, I'm diversifying some of my funds into. And someone said to me last week, said, Pastor, I'm, I'm going to full blown agricultural, whatever you're on, planting, what you watermelon. I said, You will succeed. Because God spoke to your church about this. Someone said, I'm going to pass. I said, You will succeed. Because a government policy is moving in that direction. Because something has to shift. Lift your voice and pray. Say, Father, send me the Cyrus's. So help me.
in such a way that even if all other grounds don't produce, yours will produce. If every other product fails, yours will germinate. Oh yeah, because you are walking under an open heaven. You are walking under an open heaven. So I want you to pray and open heaven over yourself right now. Pray and open heaven over yourself right now. In the name of Jesus. Pray and open heaven over your life right now. In the name of Jesus. Pray and open heaven over yourself in the name of Jesus. Karaboshala bayaharos kalabaha. I want you to pray this with me. Because God will begin to send you help and help us in Saracens. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's read. Let's read. Ezra 1. Let's pray. So the Bible says in the book of Ezra 1, in the first year now, we have heard about Daniel's encounter with Cyrus. And now Cyrus has become king. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah. Now two prophets spoke. Isaiah spoke about him. Isaiah 44, 45. Jeremiah later years also prophesied that something's going to happen that in 70 years they will be released. So two prophetic words jamming together in fulfillment in one day. I believe that we are that generation that will fulfill prophetic word. Amen. That's why I said to you this is a prophetic service, a prophetic moment. We are the generation that will fulfill the prophetic word in the name of Jesus. And so the Bible says, so spoke about the Lord moved. Someone said the Lord moved. The Bible said the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his whole realm and to put it in writing. I want you to pray and say, Father, move the heart of kings. Come on, lift your voice and say, Father. You see, that's where it starts from. God must move the heart of these kings first. The Bible said concerning Mordecai, the king couldn't sleep. It says, the Bible said he could not stay for days. He said, what was done for the man who provided some, something for the, for the king? And he said nothing. Do you know how many people have done good works in several centuries before Mordecai? Why will a king not be able to sleep? Because God was moving his heart. I want you to pray that God will move the heart of CEOs, captains of industries. God will move the heart of government to make policies, national assembly. God will trouble them in their sleep. They will all come to National Assembly and say, we have to make some laws. We have to outlaw some things and bring in some new regulations. We have to change the old constitution and we have to bring in some aspects in the law so that we can do this. And that will be your advantage. I want you to pray this. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. God must move the heart of legislatures, people in the National Assembly. You see, this is, this is a national thing. We're not talking about small game here. We're talking about governance at, the, at that high level. Cyrus has to be released to us. Come and lift your voice and say, Father God, my dear, today I speak to raise my Cyruses. Raise them, Lord God Almighty, to speak on my behalf, to make policies, to make decisions. Oh, yes. I know what I'm talking about, people. We have to take the battle to the point of government, government policies, government policies. Is somebody listening to one thing? Government policies. I'm not, I'm not even talking about boardroom now. I'm not even talking about boardroom decision now. I'm talking about government policy. Government making a policy to your advantage. Government making a policy to your advantage. 
policies of government can mare you. One policy from government can mare you. And I know this. As a church leader, when a policy was, was made that churches will be shut down and after a, a, a Jew had done 10 years, he has to leave the church. The whole of the church was troubled. I thought we said that government doesn't matter. That policies don't matter. When they began to sack geos and geos began to say, ah, this is a, then everybody understood that there's something called government policy that can terminate you right there. I want you to, I want you to speak to the government policy of this nation. Command them to work for you. Is somebody to what I'm saying? Command. I want you to. I want you to go. Don't go for small things. I want you to go for government policy. Wherever Buari is right now. Executive decrees, executive orders to be made. States of emergency to be declared. In sectors that I have to do with you. I don't know whether you understand what I'm talking about. The day they say we ban importation of made clothes, a day the Akilomes Avimo will, 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 will blow. The day they say they will ban pastries from being imported to Nigeria, bakers here will blow. One policy. One policy. One policy. My wife and I broke into the multi millions the day policy was made in Nigeria that importation of furniture was banned. That was, that was what made us. Government stood up and made a policy. Nobody brings in furniture to Nigeria. 100% inspection. Everybody was, was stuck at the, at the port. People began to look all over the place. I was a struggling man. I had a furniture factory. It was not working. I was paying salaries. I wasn't making money. It was hard. We were struggling. We couldn't even pay salaries sometimes. When the policy came, BAM! Banks began to look all over the place for because their wares were now stuck in the port. Maybe how long for it was it for? Three months? For three months, for three months, we made money like it was going out of vogue. A couple that struggled to even make, to even build the chair. I want you to attack government policy for you. I'm not talking from a point of story. I'm telling you what has happened in my life. Government must shift policies, make policies for your advantage. The Cyrus's must make decrease for you. God is taking this me to another dimension altogether. The Cyrus's must, must make decrease that will favor your sector. What is your sector? Education, finance, Manufacturing, entertainment, agro, allied, real estate. Government must make policies. One policy of government. Dangote had his life changed. The moment I job made a policy, 32.5 cement is no longer going to be working. For the 2.5 cement, is what I will be using. Dangote had always provided, had always produced for 2.5 cement. Lafayette yesterday I've always provided at 2.5. The moment they shot at 2.5, Dangote moved, became a multi-billionaire, became the largest man in Africa. You see, government policy, Cyrus must work for you. Won't you lift up and say, Father, cause the Cyrus to work for me. Cause the Cyrus to work for me. Let the government work for me. Government can work for you, friend. I'm saying that Nigerian government can work for you. For whoever you are, the government of the country can work for you. Oh, yes. Government policies can work for you. God designed a Cyrus to work for you.
your sector is struggling right now but the day the day they decide and say we ban any other medical tourism in Nigeria that's the our hospitals will work for those of you are in medical you will work things will begin to change you will find that rich people will come to your hospital they will, be, they will, say, they will pay anything the ideas God has given you to make well will begin to get unlocked there are creativities inside you that you have you are better than surgeons from America all over but there is no platform I want you to pray and say Father God Almighty cause there to be a change in government policy for me for my sector what's your sector what are you doing are you into food and nutrition are you into manufacturing are you into fashion are you into entertainment are you into businesses or finance what is your sector 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 the day this government makes a policy and says no company can run in nigeria except a nigerian sits on your board that day you will find out that the jonathan will become the director on pfizer oh yes oh yes that's what's going to happen <laughs> you don't need to know more than what you already know what you need now is a cyrus come on lift your hands and say father almighty raise cyruses for me you're working too hard meanwhile all you need is a cyrus one day a company will come to nigeria and they will make a decree and say all right if you are going to come and invest in a start in nigeria you need a director a nigerian director on your board they'll look for christian linkedin they'll find out they'll say we have read about you on linkedin can you be on our board can you be on our board she will say wow i love being on boards i love serving on boards and they will they will give her house everything pay her trip pay her children's trip all that she'll ever work for in her life is going to be pay time i don't know what i'm talking about today but i hear government policy shifting i hear Sarah has been released to make decrees and to writing it down in legislation come on church this is a real deal people the day they say nigeria no longer buys nigeria no longer buy softwares off the shelf that every software that nigeria will use either remit or whatever will be made by nigeria will be written by nigerians that day you will shift government policy i don't know who you are people i don't know who i'm talking to here but we pray that god will move government god will move government god move government move government move government move the heart of senators move the heart of the heart of reps move the heart of assembly of assemblies move the heart of executive move the heart of executive move the heart of governors to make policies to make decrees to make decisions move the heart of presidents god almighty move the heart of sectors are you here with me people let's move this thing let's move this thing because god moves mountains god performs miracles god can move mountains oh yes he can move the heart of king for the heart of sarah was moved by god the heart of sarah was moved by god god moved the hearts of men for our advantage stir up the hearts of men stir up the hearts of men for our advantage stir up the hearts of men stir up the hearts of men Oh ya 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 bala mo kalaba le ba ya bala mo kalaba shalaba Oh bala ba ya mo shalaba Eya 
and carved out of Sakoto states. Struggling people. Struggling farmers. The largest number of farmers who are millionaires but in Nigeria today is in Kebi state. One government policy. One government policy. They are buying everything. They are buying cars. They are buying houses. They are, mar- they are marrying wives. <laughs> More wives. There's just too much money. These farmers have never seen their life before. One government policy. Rice farmers. They are forefathers before they were rice farmers. Nobody ever ever listened to them. In one single policy. I want you to pray. I'm saying, you need to understand this. I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about Nigeria. I'm talking about here. I'm talking about here. When multimillionaires, when farmers have become multimillionaires. Rice farmers. Farmers of rice. One, one policy. Ban. Importation of rice, release fertilizers to these guys. End of story. Change the whole thing. I used to think what millionaires are from south, 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 southwest or southeast. It's moving now. It's moving now. It's moving. One policy. Because God moved out of a Cyrus to make a decree and to write it down. Lift over and say, Father God, Almighty, for me, Nigeria will make. I don't know about you. I don't know your sector. I don't know your sector. I don't know your sector. But you know your sector. I don't know your industry. I don't know where you are in. I don't know where you are applying your trade. One policy. One policy. And he made it in the first year. In, in the first year of his reign. In the very first year. The thing couldn't allow him to rest. I declare today policies of government. Policies of government. For my advantage. Verse 2, verse 2, because we have to go home. We have to go home and go into birth verse. This is what Cyrus told us. So God moved his heart and the Bible says, this is what Cyrus the king of Persia says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any one of his people among you, may his God be with him. Let him go up to Jerusalem in Judah and build the temple of the Lord, the God of Israel. The God that I don't know and don't care about who lives in Jerusalem. He's never even been there before. And he doesn't care about him. God already said it to him in Isaiah 45. That I know you don't know me. You don't even like my face. You're not a child of God. Can I say something to you? The person that God will use for you will be an unbeliever. God will raise up high net worth unbelievers people don't like Jesus satanists atheists who don't care they don't love Jesus they don't love the church they hate the church they hate prayer they have no prayer book but they just say things like something about you I just want to help you I've been thinking for the last three days how to help you what do you want I thought somebody's going to receive that. I thought somebody's going to receive that. Come on, lift up and pray that and say, Father, I receive this. Somebody will just say, I don't like the way you pray. 
You make too much noise when you are singing song of praise. You carry Bible all over the place and you're always fasting and praying. I don't like it, but something tells me I should help you. And we want to put you on the board. We want to put you on the board. We want to put you on the board. You know I'm a satanist. You know that. You know that. But I want to, want to put you on the board. <laughs> That's what Cyrus said. I don't like your God. I don't know your God. I don't care about him. He lives in Jerusalem. I live in Pasha. But any of you who got a start, who wants to go build there, may God bless you. Listen to this. We're separate people. Are you tired? Verse 4. And the people of any place where survivors may now be living are to provide him with silver and gold, with goods and livestock, and with free will offerings for the temple of the God. I saw somebody who just declare that. He said, Father God, let there attract to me resources, gold, silver, all I need. All I need. There are some monies that will come into your life that will change your life. I'm not talking about your salary. Because salary does not change anybody's life. Because you live from one paycheck to another. But there are some monies that will come into your life by reason of votes. By reason of, of votes. By reason of, of releases. By reason of grants. I said we have decided to have grants. Everybody. Or we want to give a... In fact, they can even decide and say, this company is winding down. But because we have served up for 5, 6, 10 years, everybody who has served for 10 years and above, we are giving you 20 million each as a parting gift. It's going to change your life. And by the way, before you go, the house you are living in, you can keep it. The car you are driving, you can keep it. It's called resources. I want you to pray and say, Father, send men to send me these resources. Send men to me. Lift your voice and pray this. Because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above we can ever do or think or imagine. That's what happened here. This are slave for 70 years. 70 years of slavery. 70 years. Eru, 70 years of slavery. Boy, boy for 70 years. Slave for 70 years. What could they possibly have said? How much could they possibly have said to build what they need to build? I said there is a grant. I said there is a vote. I said there is a, there is a government fiat. I said there is a presidential decree. I want you to declare and say, Father, I may not have the money, but I will build the house. I may not have the money, but I will build that thing. I may not have what it takes, but I will build it. Come on, lift your voice, people. I don't know who I'm talking to here. But God is saying to somebody here today that for your sake I've raised up viruses. For your sake I've raised up men who will do my bidding. For your sake. And for the sake of what I call you to do. I call you to be a great man. I call you to be a great leader. I call you to be a great part of industry. For your sake, for your sake, I will raise men. I will raise men. And they will come with grants. They will make degrees. They will make policies and they will write it down. They will make policies, they will release grants and they will write it down. They will promulgate it and make it an act of parliament. That's what
anybody from this extraction. Minority in your industry, they have declared you a personal non grata. They say you don't have the qualification, you are a minority. They say you don't have the name we're looking for, you are in a minority. They say you don't drive the kind of car we expect for people who step into our directorship, that you are a minority. Lift your hands up, let's receive for you. Father, I pray for this man and this woman. For those of you who are doing ministry, they say well, you're in the backward. Who knows you? You're a minority. When the big boys are talking, you can't talk. You're a minority. Hear the voice of the Lord. The Lord is saying to say to somebody here who is a minority, who they have called a minority, that a decree will come, resources will be released, that will position you and put you to where you ought to be. We receive it in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your voice and pray. In the name of the minority.
50-year-old young woman, very young. How many years has she worked? Just became chosen as the deputy governor of Nigerian CBN. And all tongues are wagging and everybody has gone berserk and ballistic. Because in one single night, that young girl went from an ordinary manager in a bank, a senior manager or something. On Tuesday, she went to work and closed as a, as a senior manager in a bank. By Wednesday night, she had been translated from being a cinema here in a bank to be an MD of this, or be an ED of the same bank because there's, a, there's, a, there's an executive order hanging on her head. By Thursday morning, because it requires for, an, for a CBN deputy governor to be an ED, that's why they promoted that in one day. Five steps from senior manager to ED, five steps in one day. By Tuesday, she was senior manager. By Wednesday night, she was senior manager, she was ED in a bank. By Thursday morning, by executive decree of the Cyrus, she had become deputy governor of the Civil. How old was she? Yes, the woman. Everybody's a gog. Who cares about what people think? Don't ask for who can prophesy. Let's receive and say, Father Almighty, advantage me, move me higher. Let the decree go forth for me. It's not about what you school, brother. It's not about who you, what who you are. It's about what God has said. It's not about your age. It's not about how long you have been in the industry. It's not about how long you have been in the industry. It's a it's a Cyrus decree. It's the executive order. When somebody drops your name with the executive, and the executive comes to look for you where you are, and they choose you, you are chosen, friends. You don't have to work for it. That's what it means to be chosen. You're chosen for the assignment. God has chosen you to be that builder. He chose you. Doesn't matter what the enemy does. Doesn't matter what the enemy is not doing. You will get there. I say you will get there. Come on, receive the same power. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me leave you two more prayer points for the next five minutes, then we'll just close this meeting. It's important. Bible says in verse 7, moreover. Hello, people. Am I, am I on the right track? Verse 7. Moreover, King Cyrus brought out the articles belonging to the temple of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar. I know nobody, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. That guy that came and killed everybody in Judah and stole all the things of their forefathers, took it away. And there was no amount of reparation that can bring it back, except there's a decree from above. The Bible says, which Nebuchadnezzar had carried away from Jerusalem and had placed in the temple of his own God, G.O.D., Somebody stole from the God of heaven to fund the God of nonsense. And there are destinies that have been stolen from the church. Resources, strengths, capacities that have been stolen from the church and are now being used to worship the, 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 the enemy. I want to declare in the name of Jesus that those graces are going to come back to the church. Amen. There are musicians that the church raised to worship the Lord. That God anointed and raised to worship the Lord. But the enemy decimated the church. And so they've, ro- they've gone away from the church into the world, into drugs and sex 
and they die sniffing drugs and they die taking tequilas at age 23, 24, 25. These kids are coming back. I said, These kids are coming back. I said, These children are coming back. Because God's going to restore the glory back to the church. Come on, raise your hands, guys. Raise your hands up. Raise your hands up. Because the enemy is, the enemy is speaking to your hearts. The enemy is speaking to you and saying, Yeah, God raised you. You are the resource of the house of God, but you're going to go and end up in the camp of Satan. But we stop that in the name of Jesus. And we say, For your sake, God begins to raise up resources back in the house. I don't know about you people, but I think it's something in my spirit that God is bringing restoration. Restoration. The scripture says, for all great people who are made by church people who started their business in church who got their first business breakthrough in a place of prayer and fasting I say today the Lord will restore you back to your first love bring you back to using your gifting for the Lord in the name of Jesus pray with me, pray with me verse 7 the Bible says and so he brought them back so we command restoration restoration Bases house, Cyrus the king of Pasha, I brought, had them brought by Mithra, the treasurer, who counted them out to Shester. And I led them in the house this morning by the Spirit of God that the treasuries of this nation will be open to you. Amen. That the treasurers are gatekeepers. They'll tell you that every economy is led by 2% of the people. The critical 2%. Those are the gatekeepers. They determine what goes into the economy and what goes out. They determine who becomes government. And that's why IBB becomes a, a, a connecting factor. They are guys who are sitting at the gates. They make the decisions. Who becomes the president? Who becomes the governor? Who becomes the minister? Who gets what? Who brings in what? Who takes in how what? God must cause these people to open the treasures for us. Amen. I want to literally say, Father God, whoever they may be, I don't need to know them. Israel didn't know Mitre, but he sat on the treasury. I want to declare, say, Father God, cause these treasures to open the treasuries for me and bring my stuff back, bring my gifts back, my opportunities, my opportunities that have been lost, that have been lost, lost opportunities. Lost opportunities. Lost opportunities. We reclaim them right now. In the name of Jesus. We command the treasure to serve us. We command the treasure to serve us. We command the treasure to serve us. Some unusual things will happen for you in the, in the next couple of days. They will say they just made a decision by government or by the company to advance everybody with such so amount of money. And it's coming at a very simple interest of like 2% and you can pay for 15 years. You'll be, you'll be amazed. Because the company has decided that they must, everybody at this level that they must own a house. You're wondering. There's no way I could ever be able to have money. To, but it's coming. Because now the treasurers are working for you. The treasuries are open for you. If somebody here listen to me, come on, receive and say, Father, receive. Lift your voice, pray in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, treasurers to serve me. Treasurers. 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 There are monies in this economy for my building projects. I command treasurers to release it. Whoever these men are, whoever people are, I command them to find me, to find my church, to find my church. 
to find my church. I speak to the four winds of this nation. All the money I need to build that CRC, all the money I need, all the skill sets I need, all the favors I need, all the rebates I need, the best of bargains, the best of quality, whoever is sitting on the best of quality of materials, the best of skills, whoever is in charge, I command you to release them for me. Whether they are in Asaba, they are in Benin, whether they are in England, may they come back to Nigeria. May I connect with them. All I need to build that which God has come to me. I release resources. I release the treasures to bring in the money. We will not lack for money. We will not lack for expertise. We will not lack for excellence. We will not lack for capacity. We declare this. I don't know about what you are building. I don't know what you are building. I don't know what business you are starting. What ideas in your head that you have been working with. God will send treasures. Many will serve you. In the name of Jesus. Alright. The Bible mentioned. The Bible said there was inventory. Verse 9. And this was the inventory. And every company will tell you we have inventories. That's why they have storekeepers. That's why they have old softwares. Just to track inventories. Receivables. And payables. Is that right people? Am I talking to somebody here people? And the Bible says they looked at the inventories. And in all, there were 5,400 articles of gold and silver. Bible says this treasure of Sishbaja brought all this along. Brought it along when the exiles came up from their land of bondage to the land of freedom. That's the land of freedom God has for you. But you have been in the land of bondage. But God says, I'm taking you from the land of bondage to your land of freedom. But you will not leave empty-handed. So I want you to claim and say, Father, as I leave the land of bondage, well, this, is a deliverance, this is a deliverance from bondage meeting, people. As I leave the land of bondage, as I leave the land of my exile, back home because you are coming back home. Home is where your purpose is. Home is your sweet spot. You haven't found home yet, but you are coming home. I say you are coming to converge. You are coming home. You are coming home in your giftedness. You are coming home in your passion. You are coming home in your purpose. You are coming home. And as you, as you set on your journey to back home, you will have resources. The gold, the silver, the people, the skills, the men. For those of you who are married, the husband, the wife you need, the children you need, the friends that you need will come your way. Lift your hands and say, Father, this is me. This is me. Come on, lift your voice and let's breathe this. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. 